Ryder Nation and William Powell bringing the energy, bringing the fight, bringing the fire every game day, every practice. Let's go, Ryder Nation. Saskatchewan Rough Riders kicker Brett Lothar joins me here on the Piffles podcast. Brett, we'll start out. You posted on your Facebook page this weekend that you're going to opt out of the of your CFL contract and take your shot at the NFL. Obviously, that's a, a, a tough decision for you, but what led to that? Uh, I think maybe just the fact that it wasn't as uh, tough as a decision as it might seem. Um, I guess just we're going over everything with the... Uh, family, friends, what I know, um, just my agent, um, talking to the team and everything else. Uh, I just feel like I'm in a stage where it's kind of a, a good opportunity where uh like to get out of my contract for such a, a minimal amount to uh, maybe possibly take a shot. Um, I realize obviously the chances are slim and blah, blah, blah. But uh, yeah, just with uh, a number of things kind of contributing to it, it just made sense for me. So um, uh, I guess like I'll still be a free agent come February and that worst case, if you want to even call it worst case, I could sign back to the CFL team or whatever. But um, for the time being, just where I'm at um, with training and everything else and preparing for the CFL season and uh, kicking off the ground now and stuff's going really well. I just feel like I'm at a stage where I could, uh, I guess, take the risk. So you said you'd be a free agent in February here in the CFL. So 2020 was your final uh, year of your contract then? Yeah, so that's why it was. Uh, I'm a free agent, anyways. We're not playing in the CFL this year. Um, you start to go down the list. Uh, the money to stay in the contract through the Q's program is actually just like going to be end up being like a few thousand dollars. And uh, just like I said before, with where I'm at with training and after talking everything over with everyone, I feel like it's almost like a, a no risk decision. Um, last year, obviously, uh, the kickers weren't. Um, great in the, the NFL and some guys struggle so you factor that in and plus COVID and uh, teams kind of carrying more guys and uh, just kind of a different year I feel like there's just a lot of things leaning towards um, going this route and I would be kind of sick if I didn't opt out and stayed in for a few grand and then a team was kind of calling and you couldn't go so uh, for me it's it's something that like, yeah, there's no one right now or something for sure that I'm going to a team tomorrow, but um, I just want to continue to stay ready and, and hope to get a shot to prove to everyone what I can do. I mean, I feel like I checked off a lot of the boxes in the CFL with like long distance kicks or, or last minute kicks or um, you know what I mean? Eight for eight and playoffs just like feel like there's a, nothing down there that those guys are doing that I can't do and kicking off the ground right now and how well that's going. It just kind of seems like not even have to kick outside the the uprights for the hash marks and stuff. It's it's almost easier right now. So you mentioned kicking off the tee. You can do that in the CFL, but in the NFL, you can't, right? Like you actually have to kick it off the ground. Is that is that much of a difference for a kicker? Yeah, it's actually bigger than guys probably think. Um, the transition from, I mean, it's like doing something your whole life one way and then it kind of switches a little. Uh, it seems pretty minor, but I've been talking with a lot of kickers and guys around the league um, lately about it. And uh, I've tried it a few times in the past, but never more seriously. 
And even today when I was on the field in Halifax there, I was even on FaceTime with Medlock for part of it. And we were just kind of going over a couple things to drill and work on with it. And, uh, yeah, I just had another good day kicking today and um, getting used to the ground and everything like that. It's still a work in progress, but I feel like I'm, I'm already right there and where I need to be and posted some kicks up there online today to kind of prove it. Now, have any of the NFL teams uh, come knocking at your door yet, or, or do you make the calls to the NFL teams? How, how does that all work? Yeah, I think for a lot of other positions where guys might opt out, um, they might have something lined up already. Um, in my specific case, uh, I've just been kind of reaching out through my agent on my own. Um, I have coaches kind of sending stuff around and talking to guys they know and stuff too, and, and it's almost uh, at the kicking position like a right place, right time thing, and the right person sees something or – um, is interested and then hopefully get a shot. Now, if the NFL dream doesn't happen, is is the CFL is like? Are you still going to come back to the CFL? Would you want to be go to hit free agency, or would you try to make a deal work with the Riders? Yeah, I made it clear before I even made this decision that um, I would call Dickie and Jo and and talk to the team about this before I even kind of finalized what I was going to do. And uh, um, they were kind of like on board with everything I was saying and, and really awesome to talk to and fully supportive. And I made it clear, obviously, like it doesn't feel like for me, I'm opting out of the team since like, we're not really having a season and come February, I'd be a free agent anyway. So I made it clear to them, like um, if they want me back, that's where I want to be. And if not like coming back to the CFL is obviously what I still want to do. I really feel like I'm not leaving, especially without like natural opportunity yet. So um, for me personally, like it's that's why it was part of like a win-win. Like at worst case here, I come back and try to continue to play in the CFL. Now you're a player rep as well. How were the last few weeks with the talks with the league and the players, uh, and then the announcement just last week that there would be no CFL season? Yeah, it's been a it's been a busy kind of time to be a rep and on the executive and everything to do with the PA um, since COVID hit. So. Um, it was kind of crazy all year and just the meetings and, and trying to keep guys informed as much as possible. And um, it was almost just like a full-time job really for a, a long time, that's for sure. And even today in the past few days and the last week, it's kind of never stopped. But um, doing everything we could to keep everyone involved with everything. And we, we felt like we got a great deal done and a win for the players. And uh, going into that last weekend, it was pretty, I guess, pessimistic about the season actually happening all year but the last week into that weekend i had the flip like the switch almost flipped i guess you could say because everything i was hearing and who i was talking to was almost like it was like 100 percent go and i was pretty much almost bags packed and ready to go out the door so waking up on monday it was a, a slap in the face and i mean kind of crazy and that's still kind of surreal that we're not playing cfl football this year but um at the same time it's kind of over with and that decision is made so that's why i'm just trying to move on and see if i can get a shot down south and last one for you here brett you're you're a maritime guy the mayor of halifax mike savage says that a team now in the maritimes is very likely or very unlikely now how much does that kind of sting for you as a fan of football and, and as a maritime guy and how much would it mean to the maritime people to have a team out there yeah it's obviously um it's tough for them to understand what the league and, and everything that happens around it's like when you're not from uh, a place that kind of has a team or an area. I mean, growing up, even for me, I didn't fully know what the CFL was all about and everything like that. 
till I got to Hamilton and then been out to Sask and I really see like what the guys do in the communities and just so much around how awesome teams are and everything like that. Um, it definitely sucks. Uh, especially too this year would have been the first regular season game played out there and we were supposed to be playing in it and like I'm from out here that was definitely like a kind of another slap in the face and then we we're hosting the Grey Cup and everything this year and everyone kind of knew about the team we had so um, I was really looking forward to them getting a team out here and obviously wanted it to happen pretty bad and um, to get to either come home and play for this team or else even just once or twice a year coming out here to play here on another team for family and friends to come see that would be pretty cool and now just because of obviously COVID and everything like that stuff kind of either gets pushed back or really doesn't look good for it to happen anymore especially when there was a lot of momentum and stuff I was hearing about them getting a team um, kind of from the inside was like it was pretty much almost a go until this kind of hit so um, yeah, it's just been one of those years for everyone. So, uh, I can't feel sorry for myself or anyone else, but I definitely feel like it sucks for the Maritimes and the people out here because, um, the field wasn't just going to be for obviously the CFL. It was going to bring bigger events, bigger concerts, um, stuff that everyone would enjoy out here. So we don't really have that much, um, I guess you could say compared to a lot of places for pro teams or bigger events or other things like that so anything that kind of comes this way it's always pretty cool and awesome but definitely sucks that it doesn't seem like it's going to happen anymore well brett thanks for your time and uh best of luck hopefully we get to see you kicking again really soon on sundays no i really appreciate you having me on and hope you have a good night